0: All right, it's Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley show. Nikki Collin joining us, uh, and uh, love it when we do this live. Coach Collin, ready to go today. Coach, how is it? Uh, how is it going, man? Fun. Uh, that was a great win. I know you got to look forward and get ready to go to KU now, but uh, uh, congratulations. That was a uh, that was a really nice win the other day.
1: It was a good win. Thank you. I, um, you know, it's it's crazy. Like I don't. I don't sleep a lot during the season uh, regardless, <laughs> but you definitely don't sleep, win or lose. Like, it's either the adrenaline or the frustration or whatever, but then um, I went recruiting all day yesterday and uh, was on a uh, 5 a.m. flight back from uh, Tennessee today. So just, uh, just trying to keep it together, honestly, um, and I will be ready for an early bedtime tonight, that I can tell you.
0: <laughs> wait, wait early bedtime for me means midnight about twelve thirty or 1 is that is are you t- could you do like a 9 p.m i'm actually no, going to go to bed I'm, or is that are you incapable of that
1: yeah i, I don't even think i'm capable of being in bed at nine if i'm like sick and can't you know <laughs> uh, move no I, you know if i'm in bed by ten thirty, that's super early super super early Eleven to eleven thirty is is good, and then typical is somewhere between twelve and twelve thirty. So, so yeah, if if I can if I can make it to ten or ten thirty, I'll feel like, um, you know, I'm really giving myself a chance to. I don't really believe in catching up, but I definitely need a little bit of sleep.
0: <laughs> well, let's walk through the other day, uh, look back at that game, and then we'll look forward. But. What a uh, what a hot start by by your team and and just jumping on them right away. And I I would think that's kind of what you wanted you wanted to see kind of how they were going to channel things and 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 getting into conference everything. Obviously, you had the TCU win, but that that had to what a great sign to go on the road. And, and get off to a start like that? Did you? I mean, it's hard to look at a team, whether it be in practice or pregame, and 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 have a feel for exactly how they're going to come out. But uh, how are you kind of uh, feeling? You know, heading into that one, and did, did you did you see anything like that happening? <laughs> no, um,
1: I <laughs> know, like, you know crystal ball, and um, you know, but it's it it's hard sometimes. I do think. Um, our players aren't, don't lack confidence, you know. Like I don't think they go into games feeling inferior ever. Um, you know, you try to instill certainly a healthy um, respect, and I think they certainly had that. Um, you know, I, I think that um, you know Tony's energy was on a hundred, you know, for two days before then, because when you're when you're the defensive coordinator and you're going in, you know, up against a team that you know, scores 85 points a game and, or 88 or whatever it was, and it's third in the nation in pace. Um, you talk about having a hard time sleeping. Um,
0: <laughs> you know,
1: you, you know, we, we had told them, like, you know, when it all comes down to it, they run a lot of stuff, but we we, we kept telling them. And, and we didn't do this perfectly, but we did this perfectly in the first quarter. If, if you don't turn it over, you give them one shot, and you take away transition three, you got a chance to beat them, you know. And and I think the first quarter was perfect um, mixture of we took care of the basketball. We got stops and rebounds. And we turned them over and got a lot of easy baskets as a result. You know, and all those things in this mix of X's and O's and, and how things play out, they're a team that plays zone on makes and man on misses and when they're turning it over or they're they're not scoring and when you only score five points that means you know you haven't put yourself in a lot of opportunities to be in zone you know it was it was us just comfortably playing in transition and against their man d which obviously flipped their, that flipped their hardcore you know kind of in the second quarter yeah
0: in- and it had to feel, uh, nice that even on a, a day when the threes weren't all falling, I mean, really for either team, but I mean, you've, you've tried to get your team not to fall in love with it and, and occasionally, hey, if it's not falling, let's get inside. Let's get to the paint. Let's do some of that. Let's not, and, and they, and they did that and, uh, and, and ended up, uh, I mean, that's just when a team hits back like Oklahoma did, especially when you're on the road, that's not an easy thing to, sustain you know you're kind of like oh my gosh they've climbed back in it that that kind of uh what, what did you see from your team in terms of okay the the threes aren't falling for us but we're gonna we're gonna do what we need to do it just seemed like uh a, a, probably a really good sign for you
1: yeah i mean the second quarter i mean we we got really good threes against the zone and didn't make them you know we mm-hmm. we did and, and it was the quarter where all of our power forwards you know, had three fouls, and so, you know, Bugs and Bella and Caitlin were all sitting on the bench, and we're never going to execute, I, I let me take that back, we will eventually execute at a high level against zones when Caitlin's not on the floor, you know, but yeah, huh? it's just not as, she's so comfortable in the high post, she makes good reads, she can shoot it from there, she can pass it from there, and so we, we lose a little of our interior presence um, when she goes out. And I think she makes it easier for Bugs to score around the rim, off-cut. She makes it easier to get that inside-outside pass um, from free. And so, you know, I think I think the key for that game was we had talked about it doesn't matter if they go on a 10-0 run or we go on a 10-0 run. If we go on a big run, it's not going to bother them. Like, they, they're so good at putting runs on their opponents mm-hmm. that, they're not going to feel like they're out of it. One and two, you know, if we go down, they don't consistently defend to where they won't allow a team back in. You know, I mean, we've all coached in games where, man, when you get down ten, it feels like twenty because you're you're going up against the team that controls tempo and and will run a lot of clock, and, and ten feels like twenty. You know, and and so you know we had we had guarded against that, and as we were literally kind of on life support, (laughs) I'll call it in the second (laughs) quarter, you know, we have to remind ourselves as a staff even, hey, y'all, yeah, we had a big lead. Yeah, we looked really good in that first quarter. We're still playing a top 25 team that's lost one game this season, and we went into the locker room on the road ahead at halftime. Like, we have to recognize that with, you know, the foul trouble we had and the quarter we had, and we were still in the lead, you know, and so really just dialing into, hey, let's just make this a good possession. And then once we turn, you know, have one good possession, let's turn it into two. Now, it's funny because you look at the fact that we scored 81 points and I felt like most of the time I was like searching <laughs> for ways to beat the zone because, I had a two guard at the four because now mm. all of our power forwards have four fouls. You know, and so, you know, we didn't want to go double big, which I'm sure people are like, why don't they just play two bigs? Against Oklahoma that's really hard because they're always gonna play four guards. They shoot threes, and you gotta have people that are gonna defend the arc, you know? And so um we had some lineups that had never played together and positions they'd never played. And so, you know, if I'm proud of anything, it's it's that we kind of figured out how to how to make it work, possession by possession, as that game went along. And every time, every time they made a run, we made a shot. You know, we kept them, we kept them at arm's length. We never let it get closer than six to where, uh-oh, it's a one possession game, and that gets scary.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh... It was – what a good answer, the third quarter. I mean, you all just kept – and then I, at some point, you know, you got uh, Erica knocks down, what, a couple of threes in that game. I mean, I, I just love the fact – that's got to be an incredible difference from last year to know, okay, we we got nobody – we got no help coming. I mean, you know, I got what I got, and I got to go. To be able to kind of look down your bench and go in several different directions – um. Even when you, like you said, you get in some foul trouble, that almost has to feel like a little bit of a luxury, especially compared to last season.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I'm, I, you know, I mean, the fact that Erica came in and you know got a three point play and and just gave us some rim protection there for a bit. Um, you know, I thought, you know, that's the best minutes she's had, um, so far this season for us. And so, um, you know, I, I it's amazing how. Um, mental the game is, you know, and you've got a kid that hasn't played a lot lately and at least in, you know, big-time moments to, to go into the game in that situation. Um, like, I just felt like I, we were going to Kendra because we thought she had an advantage and she got blocked three times in a row. You know, so it was one of those things where you go, okay, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna give Erica a chance. and And she took advantage of it. And it's amazing how then she turns that into a practice today where she still she still got that energy she still has that um mm. you know and so those those things go a long way in terms of confidence and you know it's you know when you when you don't get a ton of minutes um you know it's sometimes players forget that on every team on every team you know there are starters there are reserves and there are cheerleaders and you don't mean that in a negative way like, it's just, there are different layers to a team, you know, and obviously last year we didn't we didn't have many layers, um, but we also had players who probably weren't going to get in a lot of foul trouble. <laughs> you know, like, um, they're going to give up a basket before they foul. Um, and so, some of that was them being more veteran, and some of that is they knew, like, I can't pick up a third foul, you know, in the first half, and I've never been someone – that believes in you never get to play with two fouls you know like mm-hmm. I just don't I don't hold to that philosophy I just have seen it way too many times over the years that coaches will fit players for eight or ten minutes 12 minutes you know and have this hard fast rule about I don't play players in the first half with two fouls and then you look at the end of the game and they have two fouls so they play the entire you know second half and they don't foul or they pick up one foul and so then you've you're, as a coach, you've almost fouled them out yourself, you know, by not playing them. So, you know, I don't believe in that. But then they all picked up three, and then they all picked up four, <laughs> and like a parade. And then, and then Bella picked up five, and Bugs picked up five, and then Jaden picked up five. I'm like, oh boy, like I was getting a little closer to feeling the the heat over there. Like Chloe, go put some shoes on. You know, you're the youngest staff person. You may have to go. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, we, we, we did exactly what we needed to do. I wouldn't say it's the prettiest basketball we've ever played, but we made winning plays and, um, I thought we competed at the defensive end consistently all night long because that's a team that, you know, uh, the game before ours went to West Virginia and put 98 on them and West Virginia had been leading the Big 12 in, in, uh, points allowed. And so it's, it''s it's easy for them to get going and I thought we had a lot to do with them not getting going.
0: Well, and now Nikki Collins joining the Matt Mosley show ESP in Central Texas. Uh, you head to Kansas and um, boy that's a team that uh, you've seen. I mean I was watching some of that the other day and they jumped out it was it Texas Tech and had a had a really big lead right off the bat up to I think 25 nine. What are the? What are the points of emphasis as you kind of do the scout and your staff kind of gets ready for, for this one? What are you seeing from this team? Because obviously they uh, they have uh, – they at times they've looked uh, uh, like they might be one of the most competitive or toughest teams in this conference.
1: I don't think there's any question they are. I think it's it's – there's a lot of things that stand out about them. I think when you talk about like your biggest fear, like walking in – The door, you know, they're seventh nationally in rebounding. Um, You know, Jackson, their center, um, is consistently getting 15 to 20 rebounds right now a game and and got 10 offensive rebounds in more than one game. And so, you know, I think they they just control um, the ball uh, because of their rebounding. And, um, you know, in some ways, not unlike a lot of the really, really good Baylor teams, You know, in history here, um, that were so dominant rebounding wise because of their size and strength. Um, You know, and and then I think they've got, you know, veteran backcourt. You know, they've got really a veteran backcourt and Kirk Skeeter and and Franklin um, who do it in different ways. But, you know, both of them, you know, one of them had 27, the other had, I think, 28 or 26 last night against Texas Tech. And um, so right now those three are kind of the, the three-headed monster for them who um, take the line share of the shots um, but i think they've got good pieces in between them you know and and so you know they're they're a team that's they're good in their ice defense really really good in their ball screen coverage with their ice um, you know they they probably play seven players consistently um, and sometimes an eighth, so they they can go deeper, but they've, they've really got a, I think for them a real comfortable rotation that they feel good about. And, and I just think they last year for them was like, they're coming out, you know, Brandon had been there a while. There were, there were questions and, and all of a sudden, you know, they, they were picked at the bottom and they, they're right there battling for a, a first round by. And, you know, we obviously had two really good battles with them and, um, I think he runs really, really good stuff. He runs a lot of pro style stuff and has good ball movement. And um, you know, they're 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 good on both sides of the ball. You know, they really they're not a team that you go, okay, that's a team we can score against, but are going to be hard to stop. Or man, they're going to be hard to score against. You know, it's it just they're they're a well-rounded team with veteran backcourt and a a six-six rim-protecting center that grabs every rebound. And and uh, you know, they're thirteen or fourteen and one and. Their are only losses in double overtime on the road, so you know they're they're not only good, but you know I'm sure they're incredibly confident because they're, um, you know, this is year two of you know kind of this core group, and they had success last year. And now they're just really, really building off of it and playing well.
0: All right, and lastly, um, the Dre Edwards. Put out a, and uh, I've asked you about this, you know, ad nauseum. I've tried to kind of hold up lately, but uh, because there haven't been any new developments, I, I thought that was really good. She put out uh, a statement, and it, it, it some of it covered some things you had told us. I mean, she's joined a sorority, she's done unbelievable in the classroom, she's ended up on these all academic uh, type teams. I mean, she's really done some tremendous things, and. Basically, says that Kentucky, the Kentucky head coach, will not sign off on this waiver. Nikki, is there anything like, I mean, you know, you guys are a a tight fraternity, the the coaching or sorority in in, in coaching. Uh, At this point, is there any way you can intervene, or are we really, is the program kind of at the mercy completely of this uh, head coach at Kentucky?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, to think we haven't tried, um, <laughs> you know, is, um, you know, I, I really, um, this is this is a tough situation, and it's mm-hmm. been a tough situation, and um, you know, but this is this is Dre's story. We certainly knew. I said this in my press conference earlier. We knew this was a possibility. We absolutely believe that um, if the worst case scenario was that. Trey came here and sat a year to play a year. Um, that we were okay with that. You know, we had to be okay with that. Um, we just we just hoped it wouldn't wouldn't be that. You know, and I I think that um, you know the NCAA has waivers for a reason. And um, you know, I, I just uh, there's no question that um, you know she doesn't qualify for a one time transfer waiver. Um, she didn't graduate and certainly um, you know you you wish she had um but yes, i mean, if it with a with a one signature, you know um, she she could be fine, and um but it's also um, I, I can only i can only be where i'm at and support dre and um you know and and, and let her let her tell her story because it's not mine, you know, it's really not mine Mm -hmm. to tell. And, and my job is to, you know, kind of lead and serve her. And, um, so that's kind of, that's kind of where we're at. You know, we, we were, we were hopeful that once she kind of crossed the the academic barrier, that once she reached enough credits, um, progress towards degree, which she did, um, that, that, that there might be a change, um, you know, but, um, no, no that, hasn't, that hasn't happened.
0: Okay. Well, I, at least we kind of, uh, I'm glad some of this is out there. And, unfortunately, sometimes uh, uh, public pressure can make people uh, do the right thing when it's kind of revealed a little bit publicly what's going on there. And uh, and and we shall see. Okay? I'll, uh, yep. Nick, Nicky, I'll do my part on Twitter. Okay.
1: <laughs> right <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay all right well listen uh we'll be excited to uh to see the game uh on on uh saturday and uh best of luck and it's always uh fun catching up with you and can't wait to to talk to you after the kansas game
1: all right appreciate it
0: you bet there she goes nikki collin the uh, baylor women's basketball coach and